0: We had a collaboration with some Chinese com- uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. We know that the people who are dying from this vax- from this uh, disease. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. You've still got Fauci walking around free.
1: The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution, it's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not it's ours. And we will have it. It is Wednesday, the 24th day of November, the year of our Lord 2021. I'm Johnny Anderson, along with Bruce Adams. How are you today, Bruce? Health and alive as usual. Fantastic. A
2: bit tired again,
1: but that Uh was my own doing. I told you, I told you not to stay up late watching those videos of Dr. Fauci. I told you not to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Fantasizing about Fauci. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I asked you yesterday, I said, where's Fauci? Where is he? We're coming up on Thanksgiving and no one's seen him. No one's seen him. He hasn't been around. Uh, he came out what was it last week or the week before last and he made one statement and then he disappeared and no one's seen him. But apparently he was on all the networks making all the rounds just the other day. He even he even gave a personal message to everybody about uh, about boosters and Thanksgiving. He gave he gave a personal message to everybody to make sure that you can stay as safe as possible on this holiday. Are you going to be taking any of these um uh, any any of these uh words of wisdom that he's putting out because I asked you yesterday if you're going to be taking any of the CDC precautions and that's what he's basing it on. And since no one's going to follow that, well then he has to step up and reassure that the cdc has made the right decision for people
2: yeah so uh we have pointed out before that um the definition of of vaccination has changed now now technically vitamin d is you know you you pop one of those technically you just were vaccinated um so am i going to be boosted uh for the thanksgiving well in in light of what vaccines mean now Yes, actually, I will be taking uh, I have been taking a little bit extra vitamins uh, just as preparation for being around more family and whatnot. Just just because I always do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes, I am uh, boosted, as he says.
1: Well, no, not as not as he says, no. No, of course not. Not as he says, because this was his message. Now, I want everybody to, t- to pay close attention to what the good doctor is trying to tell you to keep you and your family safe.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Tony Fauci here, and I want to talk to you quickly today about the new guidelines that just came out from the CDC and the FDA regarding COVID-19 booster shots. Tell us, doctor. The great news is that now all adults are eligible for a COVID-19 booster shot.
1: Oh, thank God.
0: So who can get a booster? If you've received the Moderna or the Pfizer shot originally, you can now be eligible for a booster six months from the original shots that you got. Uh If you got the J&J, you're eligible two months since the time you got the original shot. Now, boosters are extremely important to help keep us safe. In fact, we believe that boosters will likely give you the highest level of protection yet. Wow. So go to vaccines.gov and look for getting an appointment for your booster shot. Have a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving with you and your family.
1: Uh, well, thank you, doctor. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, see, Bruce, this is going to give you the highest level of protection mm-hmm. yet. It's, g- it's <laughs> going to uh-huh. give you the, the highest level of protection. Yeah,
2: I, I caught that as well. And... um <sighs> If it gives the highest level of protection yet, that means the the effectiveness of this thing has been uh, nil the
1: entire time. How, I, can I, you, I'm how can you take this man seriously? How can you do that at this yeah. point? How on earth can you take this this bum seriously? And I, I'm not even trying to be uh, to be uh, I don't know condescending. How, how can you how can you take this man seriously? As Marty says, even on the intro, the, the man's still walking around. He should be in irons in the darkest pit that's out there. How, how on earth is this, is this scumbag still walking around? After everything that we've seen, after all the reports, all the documentation, all the evidence has been put out, the torture of animals, the, the funding of the gain-of-function research into the labs in China, which I got something on Gates today on that, by the way. We'll get to that. Side note about the animal torture. Uh, Rand Paul pointed that out,
2: that it's actually required by law that they do animal testing first before they do human trials that's
1: not testing so what they were doing it, that's not testing yeah
2: it but it's i i agree with you it's it's pretty barbaric and and it's gruesome but um maybe we need to look at those kind of regulations and laws and maybe change it to where you don't do animal testing that's, first
1: that's not testing that's, that's 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 uh, torture
2: that's gruesome
1: that was that
2: was torture but that that's i mean from a scientific level i can understand that You'd be learning something like how the procedure works, like and how to combat it. I I underst- Like, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, this with- from a detaching no. morals, I can understand what they're doing. I I can understand when I you can. detach your morals. I can't because
1: sorry. W- how do you how do you learn how a process works? When you and this uh, this is a family show, and I'm going to try and not get too graphic here, but when you surgically remove an animal's vocal cords so they can't scream, and you. Yeah let sand fleas eat their face off yeah. until while they're alive until they're dead. That yeah. is not animal testing, my friend. That is not animal testing. No, no. uh, th- th- that, no, it's, it's that right there. And- that right there makes me want to go grab the son of a bitch up myself and deal with it.
2: I tried. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. There's just nothing there. there, there there's no there, there. It's just barbaric. We have the technology now to clone organs, human organs, uh, to grow them in a petri dish and then run those tests that they're wanting to test. Um, and like medications and whatnot, you, you can, you can do that. I don't know what the purpose of the sand fly or the sand flea or whatever. I, I, I don't know what the purpose of what they were doing was. You can do that from a test tube. You, you don't need to
1: that barbaric there's a reason that we haven't mentioned any of that stuff that uh, fauci's been involved with regarding that stuff it's not that we don't know about it of course we do but we try to maintain a family show here and we don't want to because there are children that listen to us and we don't want to give them horrible horrible images but uh this stuff is out there circulating uh, for anybody that wants to uh that wants to find it uh and i won't go any further on it but um quite uh, anybody that does that, uh, that type of stuff, if you want to call that an experiment, uh, I'm sorry. You better hope and pray to God that I never find you personally.
2: You know, we, we, we talk about with kids growing up when they they're like torturing animals and all of that. And that yeah, it it, it's out to be serial a sign. Killers that and, a, yeah, yeah,
1: and, yeah. And mass murderers.
2: <laughs> yeah. This is like this is the equivalent for science before you get ovens. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: it. Uh, And and every time I see this, this little weasel on one of these networks, it just, it, it angers me to my core because I'm an animal lover. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? Bruce, I know you're an animal lover, too. And that burns me up. Yeah, that burns me up uh, to my core. You really want you want to trigger me. That's the way to do it. This is uh, this is his. uh, God, I'm all flustered now. Uh, This is him on ABC this week talking about Thanksgiving. I
2: presume we have to be cautious during Thanksgiving. You talked about Christmas protection with those boosters, but
0: quickly, if you will, Thanksgiving. Well, if you're boosted, I mean, if you're if you're vaccinated, and hopefully you'll be boosted too, and your family is, you can enjoy a typical Thanksgiving meal, Thanksgiving holiday with your family. There's no reason not to do that. The thing we are concerned about is the people who are not vaccinated, because what they're doing is they're the major source of the dynamics of the infection in the community, and the higher the level. Of dynamics of infection, the more everyone is at risk. But if you're uh-huh. vaccinated, you look at the data Martha, it's absolutely clear the likelihood of getting infected, getting hospitalized, or dying if you're vaccinated versus non-vaccinated weighs very, very heavily in the protection of people who are vaccinated.
1: How on earth can you even believe that? How 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 in the world would you even entertain that as being factual information? First, I would like to point out you notice the
2: normalization. Uh, wordage he used there at the very beginning, uh-huh. uh, boosted. Yeah, uh, that 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 normalizing word to kind of yeah uh, make it a slang term to try to you know uh, have it a normalized thing in our society. That, well, that's that what the they're saying. That, that that's
1: what all the out. that's what the TV personalities, yeah. the celebrities, their influencers. That's that's everybody's that's going out and getting the 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 third one here. That's what they start out with at the top. Boosted. Yeah.
2: So uh, I I want to point that out so that people are are you know aware. Uh, next, uh, exactly as you're saying, he was so um, he circled around so much there to explain it. Um, that at one point I was like, it 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 sounded like he was going to say that if you're vaccinated, you're not protected. Like it, it at one point, and then it was like, oh wait, and then he finally circled back around and said that you're you're more protected if you're vaccinated. Uh but in reality. You're you're just as likely to catch the current strain of COVID now, which is Delta. You're just as likely to catch it vaccinated versus unvaccinated. There is no difference. In fact, when a vaccinated person becomes infected with Delta, the Delta variant, the viral load is the same as someone who hasn't been vaccinated. There's no difference. There's no reduction in hospitalization. There's no reduction in uh, the severity of it. There's none of that. Because... How can you quantify it? There, there, There is no control group. You're not allowed to have a control group. So all their arguments are, I, I can't give it to them anymore. I, I can't, you know, I might've been able to say, okay, maybe if you're vaccinated, maybe it'll help reduce it. No, I, I can't even, there's no data supporting that. I, I can't, I can't say that any longer. Maybe with the alpha and beta variant, but not with Delta, not with Mu, Lambda, and so on. It, not with those variants. It doesn't work anymore. That it has no eff- efficacy at all, zero zilch none,
1: but even the mainstream media is having a, a a tough enough time around the European countries trying to even come up with a way to spin the people that are going into the hospitals they're double jabbed so h- how can you turn around now and say I, I, I mean i I know that it's all it's all part of the pol- the political side of things I mean we're not following science we haven't been doing that for a very long time, but even now i mean you're you're talking about him normalizing things. How like how, how on earth can you can you normalize this forever? I mean, they're they're literally trying to change reality right in front of your face. I mean, it's literally that that entire comment that he just gave, all gaslighting, every bit of it. The data, as he said, is is crystal clear. It is crystal clear if you look at it. It is crystal clear, but it's not in the way that he says. It's the opposite of what he's telling you is actual fact.
2: The data he may be referencing. Uh, is probably cherry picked, like the other data he was saying, like the you're 57 times more likely to be hospitalized or whatever it was he was touting there a while back. The huge disparity <laughs> that was cherry picked data out of a small town with uh, a lot of elderly, <laughs> and it, it yeah. So if he's allowed to do the cherry picking, why can't we do our cherry picking? Why 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 not? But the thing is, is that's disingenuous. That's not. Yeah. It's not like like it's, it's,
1: he's trying to save lives. Right, right. So
2: he's going to lie to the American people, uh, lie to the world, in fact, and tell them that something is safe that is giving athletes myocarditis, the least vulnerable to COVID. Uh, how many, how many soccer players were they? Professional soccer players was like 60. We're over seven. That had cardiac. Okay. Cardiac events.
1: Um, these are the, I'm, I'm betting it's actually more than that. We're up to 70 that have died. Okay, seventy that have died. Yeah, um, and I'm one curious. collapse in England yesterday.
2: How many? How many professional soccer players do they have over there? I mean, because I know it's it's as a, a pretty whole big thing over there.
1: As a whole yeah. in Europe, uh, it's it's quite a bit. I mean, if you're talking about like yeah. the top, uh, the the top. Um, I, I honestly, I couldn't give you a number because if you've got all of like the National League uh, teams mm-hmm, and everything, mm-hmm. then they've got, uh, of course, you know, just like American football, they've got second and third string people on each of those teams. Right, right. And then each of them have a different ranking. So you've got like the first league, the second league and the third league. So mm-hmm, all of those mm-hmm. are different. And then you've got, of course, they're all owned by the same clubs. And then you've yeah. got uh, the national teams, which are usually all the same players, but they they play in different countries. It's It's really strange. But I, I couldn't give you a number. I couldn't even begin to to speculate what that is. So a, a pretty good amount,
2: but a lot, yeah. nonetheless. Those are still um, very, very much the top of their game. They're the the elite, if you will, the the healthiest among us. Uh, yeah, and they shouldn't be having. So in other words, they're having more difficulty with the vaccine than they are with COVID. They are more likely to have side effects from the vaccine. And if they do get COVID, they're more likely to have no symptoms at all.
1: I think that's what a lot of the uh, a lot of the French were actually arguing. That they're they're saying the the uh, the unjabbed ones. They're saying I'll just get COVID and then I'll just deal with it that way. I'd rather just get it and uh, and then not uh, have to take a jab. So I'll just do that if I had to. I had take to age take out of take the of those take
2: up. age out of the equation. If if you're of a younger age, do you know what the number one? Uh, uh, comorbidity, if you will, uh, of COVID is, uh, if you take age out of the equation, uh, morbidly obese, obesity. Yeah. So if you want to have better chances of, uh, uh, surviving COVID, uh, in fact, having almost no symptoms from COVID, um, get off your keister and do some exercises, even if it's just 30 minutes a day, uh, do something, eat less it, that, that, that is your best defense against COVID aside from your your uh vitamins and whatnot but i would still argue you need to get off your keister because and do something even if it's just, just like basic calisthenics uh go for a walk something you need to do something uh for 30 minutes a day that is not only for covid that's for your lifelong health uh when you get old and gray you're gonna wish you did those things.
1: Don't you think that that's a little bit of uh, how do I want to put this uh, disinformation? Aren't you worried about that? About being disinformation if you if you challenge any of what the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci has to say? Aren't you concerned about that?
2: Actually, to a degree, I am actually concerned about that. I'm concerned that we give such credit, such credence to a unelected official that has been in office for over forty years that. bungled the hiv epidemic and was saying things like uh hiv spreads uh through air through contact like someone touches a cereal box and then your kid touches the cereal box the kid now has hiv like that's the kind of rhetoric that he was talking about back then Um, granted, science didn't know and understand fully at the time, but he was trying to save lives.
1: That's what he was trying to do. Yeah. He was trying to save lives. That's all he's ever tried to do.
2: Someone with that kind of a track record. And then on top of that, the funding of the, uh, Wuhan lab and the gain of function research and the, the, the MRNA vaccines and, um, how this entire pandemic was engineered by him, funded by him. I wouldn't say engineered by him, but funded by him. And then he's going on national media telling you to get jabbed. And if you don't get jabbed, you're
1: the problem. All the governments are saying that. All the media outlets uh, across the world are saying that. They're saying exactly the same thing. They're all parroting the same line, which means they're all being told what to do from somewhere else. But I, I don't want to gloss over this too much, because if you're somebody that can think, if you're somebody that has an opinion, if you're somebody that can critically analyze data... And extrapolate out different possibilities and come up with your own line of thought. Well, that's a problem. That's a problem because that doesn't follow science. Excuse me. Or is it science with a little s? Is it science with a little s or science with a big s? Science with a little
2: s is um, data-driven, factual. Right. Science with a big s is the god that we all are supposed to sacrifice our firstborn to.
1: I see. Okay, so they're following science with the big s. Got it. But they're telling you it's science with a little s. That's the deception of it. That's the bait and switch. But what this is, this is this is criminal. This is criminal. If you if you disagree with with Fauci, you're the criminal. You're, you're the one you're the one that's not following science. That's what it is. This is Fauci on MSNBC.
0: Well, Ari, I'm not in it for a popularity contest. I've devoted my entire professional career of 50 years to try and essentially safeguard and preserve the health and the lives of the American people. And as an infectious disease doctor who deals with outbreak, that gets really extended to the rest of the world. That's what I do. The praise yeah. or, the, or the arrows and slings are really irrelevant. I do what science drives you to do. And that's what I do. And, you know, I'm not in it for a popularity contest. I'm trying to save lives. And the people who weaponize lies are killing people. So the only question I have is that when you show Tucker Carlson and Peter Navarro criticizing me. I consider that a badge of honor. Mm, I hear that. Uh, And then do I need to keep my word? Did you have a question or are we good? No, I just wanted to make that statement because, you know, people, they always throw up those people that make those ridiculous statements. You know, they're telling people to do things that they're going to die from and they're telling me I should go to jail as they say in my old neighborhood in Brooklyn. Give me a break. Will you?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, here's a guy who's not concerned about a popularity contest, yet he was GQ magazine's sexiest man of the year. Was out there next to his pool, you know, with his sunglasses on. Oh, yeah. He was the idol. They made Fauci candles. They made Fauci... You remember the Fauci donut? You remember that?
2: Yeah. Remember that?
1: They made the Fauci donut. I think it was a Krispy Kreme or something. They made Fauci donuts. Not a popularity contest. Not a pop. Are you kidding me? And and suggesting things that people should do that'll get them killed? You hear this? What, like... You know, take care of
2: yourself. Like exercise. Take don't a, eat junk. You know, eat right. Yeah, don't eat
1: junk. Eat right. Don't eat Fauci donuts.
2: Um, don't eat Fauci
1: donuts. Don't get um, bribed with uh, with alcohol and cheeseburgers and donuts and and cheesecake and and everything else that they that they tried to bribe you with to get jabbed.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I I don't know if you do come down with COVID uh, to uh, or or get sick. Uh, you know, uh, well come down with COVID. There's other medications out there that um, help alleviate it, like ivermectin, which is really effective, monoclonal antibodies. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 feel like, I feel like it's so disingenuous, criminal, to only tout the vaccine. That's all you're doing. You're only touting the vaccine, and if he does mention any kind of pharmaceutical, he he only talks about fivermectin, the the new one that Pfizer came up with. That is, uh, is it Pfizer or Merck or Merck? Whatever? I don't know, whatever. Mer- well, the, Merck the, the, and the Pfizer new have, one it,
1: have their yeah, both of them have it.
2: Yeah, yeah. which the therapeutic Merck actually that you're developed. supposed to take? That's yeah, basically.
1: It is. It well, yeah, but it's like this one's supposed to be something that is slightly different. But Merck was one of the ones that developed ivermectin. The the, the problem is with uh the Pfizer version. Um, Did you say ivermectin? Ivermectin, yes. F- that yeah, fiver, wasn't a mystery. Yeah. That fi- That wasn't like a, that. That's like legit. It. Yeah, it's 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 and a it, joke. It's, it's a play on but Then words. it's not okay. So it's not ivermectin. Then it's ivermectin. It's, <laughs> is, it, is, that, it, is that what
2: it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> ivermectin is very effective against uh, COVID. Fivermectin on the other any hand virus. has, uh, well, potentially any virus. Yes. That, that, that's what they're saying. It, 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 uh, there's a, there's a scale. I figure what the scale's called that, uh, gauges, uh, medications effectiveness at curbing, uh, viral replication and ivermectin is literally the top of the scale by almost three times. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, Fibromectin is less effective than hydroxychloroquine, and it is dangerous to use. Like, there's some really bad side effects for it, like like organ failure. That that level of of side effect, and it, it's it's almost on the on par with um uh, what, what what's the other one? Rim, rimdesivir. Remdesivir. It's almost on this par with that, and uh you know with renal failure, it, it, it's it's dangerous and less effective. But he touts that one. And remdesivir in the beginning, he was talking about it being very effective. Um, it's not. It, it, it's more effective at killing you than it is at stopping uh, the viral replication. So I, 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 it, it's, he's not there to try to save your life, as he's saying. He's not there to protect people, as he says. That's not what he's trying to do. If he was trying to protect people, he would have been saying all the things that we just talked about, uh, keeping yourself healthy, eating right. Uh, having a backup of, of like extra vitamins, C, zinc, you know, uh, D, those kind of things. And um, I don't know, uh, other medications that have been on the market for years that are showing promise and helping. In fact, if he was so concerned about helping people, he would have had uh, funding set aside for research into how effective ivermectin is versus COVID-19. Uh, And he would have done the research on it and found which drug was most effective at helping prevent the replication of the virus so that there's other options so that we're not relying on just the infrastructure of getting those vaccines out. And instead, we would have been helping everyone. Uh, those that didn't want to get vaccinated and those that were uh, willing to get vaccinated and ensuring that the vaccines were are very effective. Not just this safe and effective nonsense that we keep hearing, but legitimately effective.
1: Keep going. Sorry. Don't let me stop. So no, yeah. no don't, don't let me stop. You keep going. Bravo. I, I, I just
2: he's so full of um, bovine excrement. It is infuriating because he doesn't care about the american people or or the people as much as he touts that he cares about it he doesn't he's not doing any actions to show that he cares he's just he's a he's a charlatan he's an really at this point he's a snake oil salesman at this point and that's putting it nicely
1: a snake oil salesman that is that is a pretty good analogy i have to i have to say that is a pretty good analogy for the uh, the vaccine cuz that's all he's peddling that's all he's ever been peddling he's up there on tv every other day talking about uh, vaccine this vaccine that booster now it's boosters 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 that's, that's all you need now is boosters uh but let's look a, bit, a little bit more in depth at some of the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes now we know that Fauci doesn't tread too far from a gentleman by the name of Mr. Gates. Doesn't tread too far from him. As a matter of fact, Fauci has a seat on his board at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I'm betting he knows just a little bit about something that might go on at that foundation. I'm betting. Uh, And it's just, yeah, it's just a small possibility that it could be that Gates is involved in some of this mess as well. Now, we haven't seen anything directly related until now. National Pulse, Raheem Kassam, Natalie Winters, again, found the paper trail. Boy, they've got a knack for the paper trail. I have to give it to them. They are fantastic at this stuff. Because quite frankly, this right here, this should be all over the front page of news across the world. If you're about saving lives, if you're truly about saving lives, if the media is truly about saving lives and wanting to protect people, well, then you would be warning about what these people are involved in. Since the onset of COVID-19, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have sent over $54 million to fund global health projects in China. Again, let me let me repeat that. Since the onset, meaning after it arrived, not before, after, including to institutions controlled by the Chinese Communist Party... And Wuhan Institute of Virology collaborators—is it entirely possible? Do you do you just do you think it might be entirely possible that there is a link between the Chinese Communist Party and the Wuhan Institute of Virology? You think there's you think there's something that you think there's a link there somewhere? <laughs> you think there might I be mean, a link?
2: At the, very, at the very least, they're in the same country, so.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, one one would think so. And and it's not the fact that the Wuhan Institute of Virology only brings in Communist Party members now. It, it, it couldn't be that fact, right? It, it couldn't be that, no. Since December 2019, the Gates Foundation has sent a total of 93 grants, adding up to $54,573,428 to China-based projects. Why on earth would you still be investing in that country, given what's happened? Especially... In this, we still need to find out what happened at that laboratory. You notice uh, the old man, uh, who, by the way, is on his way to spending Thanksgiving at a billionaire's house while you're stuck trying to figure out how you're going to make Thanksgiving dinner work for you and your family. But that's okay because apparently you've got uh, more money in your pocket than any time before the pandemic. So you're good. Um, By the way, correction. uh Uh, I want to do a quick
2: correction from yesterday. I said $3,400 was the average uh, uh, extra earnings that Americans had uh, under Trump. It was over five thousand dollars
1: average. Oh, closer to six. Oh, hmm. okay. Yeah. Well, was that taking into account inflation? Sorry, that was taking into account. That was taking into account.
2: And the previous administration before that. Okay, so that was three years within three years of the Trump administration. Okay, uh, the pre, the administration before him. Uh, for those that aren't aware, that's that's Obama. Over his eight-year
1: tenure, it was an average of a thousand dollars. That's quite substantial. That is quite substantial, of which uh, Biden was the vice president of that administration. Just, you know, just throwing that out there. Um, among the, back to the to the Gates thing here, among the grant recipients are several Chinese Communist Party-run institutions, including Beijing Normal University, Peking University, Xinhua University. And official regime bodies, including the Ministry of Agriculture, which Bill Gates is very, very interested in agricultural development, isn't he? He is very, very well invested in farmland. As a matter of fact, he is the largest single private farmland owner in America because he wants to make you a better steak made out of plants. You know what I could almost bet that he might be involved with the uh the tofurky thing we talked about yesterday because <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me because he says, No, you can you can eat the uh I can't do a, a good Bill Gates with that that pipsqueak voice he's got at at what is he, like 70 something? At he's still got the same voice he had when he was like 20. How's that even possible? How 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 on earth is that even possible? Anyway, but he's uh he's up there saying, Oh no, you can get used to the taste. Um, Bill, those things taste like something you would find in the uh, the chemical aisle at the at the store. Okay, it tastes like something that would be uh, laying on the side of uh, I, I don't know uh, a pile of like toxic waste. I mean, it's it's just god awful. And we went over what's in animal protein for a turkey and what's in a soy replacement, which is what they're telling you to take. You're missing some essential minerals in there, some things that you just can't get anywhere else. Now, you can supplement them, of course. But see, they're going to try and turn that stuff into now pharmaceuticals. You watch. You watch. He's also put some of this grant money into the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Gee, I wonder why. And the Ministry of Science and Technology, you know, we're still trying to figure out what in the world happened at that lab, as I said before. We're still trying to figure out what happened there. Why is it that when Joe Biden was on that call with Xi Jinping the other day for what was it, four hours they were on that call, he didn't once mention anything about the origins of COVID-19, didn't mention one time about possibly, uh, hey, do you have I mean, just as a formality? Of course, we know it's not going to it's not going to go anywhere, but even as a formality, uh, President G, is it entirely possible that your investigators have concluded their investigation into the possible lab leak theory that we're hearing about? I mean, playing the politics side of it, because we, we've got people here that are very concerned uh, and we just want to know the status of your investigation. That right there is how you play the political game. We know what is going on when it comes to asking a question like that. The Chinese Know that we know. But as a matter of formalities, that's how you ask a question, and you do it with a smile on your face. China's CDC has played a key role in spearheading the narrative that COVID 19 developed naturally, as opposed to tracing its origins to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The former being now a debunked Conspiracy theory spread by global health authorities, corporate media, and the political left across the world. Now, see that's that's just it's a cons- it's a baseless conspiracy theory. That's all it is. That's all it is. The Wuhan University received 127650 dollars from the grant from the foundation from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in January two thousand twenty-one despite the school routinely collaborating with the Wuhan Institute of Virology on research, including studies uh, focusing on bat coronaviruses funded by none other than Dr. Anthony Fauci. Huh. You you would think that, uh, again, somehow Fauci would know Something about what's going on over there, seeing as how he's funding it. And of course, Gates has got all this money from his foundation, of which Fauci holds a seat on that board. You would think that he might know something about this. Several of the Gates Foundation grants are aimed at empowering China to play a larger role in global health and governance, despite the regime's stonewalling efforts to uncover the origins of COVID-19. Do do you remember that uh, Xi came out in, in the initial days and said, when vaccine passports, that was just a baseless conspiracy theory. You know, that was just by a bunch of a bunch of right wing nuts were, were warning about that. You know, d- don't pay any attention to that because nobody's talking about that. No one has any intentions at all in any nation to implement anything like that whatsoever. that You don't even have to worry about that because those are not even being considered. And then Xi said, Xi, Xi, President Xi Jinping came out and said, or I, is he chairman now? He, chairman, chairman Xi Jinping? I, I believe he is. I think that's what he is. There. Uh, I think it's chairman now. Yes. Chairman Xi. Okay. I, I mean, I want, I want to be respectful here, right? I mean, we're talking about a world leader here, right? An astute world leader, such as Xi Jinping. Hey, lifelong. Uh, lifelong world leader, world leader. I mean, yes. you got to give respect for respect is 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 deserved, right? Of course you do. I mean, get with the program, comrade. But she came out and said. Well, that's okay. You don't have to worry about that if you're going to uh, implement something like that. We have the entire infrastructure already set up. We can run it. Just just let us run it and, and everything will be fine. We, we already have it all. We can roll it out to the world. We, we've been testing it here. The reason they've been testing it there is because the corrupt crony capitalists and tech companies in the West went over and jumped in bed with those killers And put it down on their population because they are already an authoritarian regime. They beta tested that in China, and they're now rolling it out here. That's all it is. In October, the foundation sent again, the foundation, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation sent one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to China Science and Technology Exchange Center to fund a project to (laughs) quote enhance. China's research and development contribution to global health and development by strengthening partnerships with the government, industry, and academia. Sounds like something straight out of Davos, Switzerland, doesn't it? It really does. That really does. Sounds like something right out of the Rockefeller Foundation and the World Economic Forum. A further $300,000 was sent to a state-run China Agricultural University in September to build an enabling environment for supporting China's engagement in global health. Well, that's an awful lot of investment in global health. That's an awful lot of stuff. And, And went to the Agricultural University? Aren't they supposed to grow food? Isn't that what they're supposed to do? Aren't they supposed to research better ways to grow food? I mean, that's that's kind of what you would think. And given the fact right. that China's harvest has failed and they can't feed over half of their population this year, you would think that uh, you should be focusing on growing better food and finding better ways to grow better food, as opposed to buying it from other nations. And... Uh, th- trying to build an an enabling environment for supporting China's engagement in global health. How about you sort your own house out first? I I kind of think um,
2: the intention with the farming research is to produce methods to control and restrict farming. I I think they're
1: looking at at controlling the market. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you insinuating... Because uh, I know how much you are a, a fan of uh, the department, the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the, uh, the the Bureau of Land Management. Are you possibly suggesting that government organizations that, and bureaucracies that are involved in over farming are actually trying to prevent people from growing food? Is is that what you're suggesting? Oh
2: no, no, I'm I'm suggesting that they're um, helping engineer plants that um, don't produce any seed. So that you can't replant next year, right? They they want to control trees. the market. And, and yeah, ter- yeah, they want to make sure that everything is well regulated. So they know exactly what's out there in the market. Right. It's for your
1: safety, of course. Sure. And it's for your health. Yeah, it's, it's for your health. Yes. It, it, most of all, it's for your health. The alma mater of Chinese Communist Party leader Xi Jinping... Tsinghua University, I hope I'm saying that right. I, I'm genuinely trying to get that right, has a history of launching cyber attacks against the U.S. government. Really, China launching a cyber attack? I never would have guessed. I never would have guessed that. Using, um, uh, shall we just say, uh, Cisco Systems and Broadcom, are you proud of what you've done? That, that's all I'm going to say. Th- those two companies, are you proud of what you've done? You, you traitorous bastards! you. Tsinghua also has a clear connection between them and the state administration for technology and industry in discussions on what they can do to help the national security. That's according to a former senior intelligence officer in the Defense Intelligence Agency and the State Department official, Nicholas Ftamaitis. One hundred and twenty I'm sorry, I'm I'm that I'm, that uh, is a- immature. I, I'm sorry. That's a, that's his actual name. F to Mietis. You couldn't make that up. You, you, you couldn't make that up. I, I'm not I don't think I'm saying that wrong. That's really what it is. I could have said F to be yeah. or something, but it's yeah, it, it, it uh, would, maybe, maybe that's it. I'm sorry. What do you want me to say? I know what you're you're Mimi guy. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say to that? Uh, hundred twenty thousand uh, dollars was sent to state run. Chiang University in May t- boy is my, did I actually just sound almost like I was speaking in Mandarin there for just a second <laughs> in May of 2020 to engage China to play a bigger role in global governance and to contribute more to Gabby that's the global Alliance and in vaccine initiative that was held in the UK this year. For anybody that's wondering, Gavi, you can look up. we pulled their public numbers. You can look up those numbers. They're public. You can look up how much the Bill and Melinda Gates give. That's basically that's a front organization for Bill and Melinda Gates uh, and their foundation to give to the Vaccine Global Alliance to distribute to the world. Gavi, the formal Global Alliance for Vaccine and uh, Immunization, sorry, Immunization, um, Vaccines and Immunization, describes itself as a, quote, global health partnership of public and private sector organizations dedicated to immunization for all. Again, does that sound like something right out of Klaus Schwab? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Public and private sector organizations. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's them all the way. Public-private partnerships. Uh-huh. Sure. In May 2020, the foundation sent $600,000, again, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, to China's CDC to support emergency response and evaluation and prepare China for the potential pandemic, which will not only help disease control and containment, but contribute China's experience to global health. An additional $400,000 was sent to CanSino Biologics Incorporated to support international collaboration on development of anti-coronavirus vaccines which will increase the availability of safe and effective this is a quote safe and effective vaccines for sustainable global distribution and use in April of two thousand twenty. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has also funded projects aimed at expanding China's role in Africa, including a one hundred and seventy thousand four hundred and ten dollar grant to the Chinese Academy of Agricultural Sciences to support targeted researches and consensus building activities for the drafting of China, Africa ag modernization. I'm assuming ag is agricultural. The drafting of China, Africa Ag Modernization Plan with the aim of better leveraging China's expertise to facilitate African countries' agricultural transformation. I would assume here, and I'm just assuming, of course, that because China's got a military presence in Africa, we've talked about China's uh, involvement with Africa. That also goes towards their Belt and Road Initiative. This is something that's very important. China wants Africa, but they don't want any Africans in it. So of course, you're going to partner with a zero population guy like Bill Gates in order to make that happen. This is the same thing that they have uh, a deal with. with uh, we're, we're speculating and speculated by a bunch of uh, military strategists. This is the reason they have a deal with the Russians for the United States and Canada. The Russians want Canada. The Chinese want America. They don't want any Canadians, and they don't want any Americans in it. China wants Africa. They want Australia for two reasons. Minerals. They want America because of farming. That's what they want. Because they've got a billion and a half people, almost two billion people, to feed. And well, quite frankly, they can't do it. So they need to now take what they don't have. So in order for them to maintain their dominance on the world stage with rare earth minerals and such, where do you think most of that's going to be? It's going to be in places like Africa, in places like Australia. They're interested in mining. They're not interested in the people or the population. They're not interested in that at all. In fact, they're using the governments in those places. Not to be, um I, I, I don't know, uh, rude or uh, I don't know, but
2: generally speaking the Chinese are racist yes I mean yeah, there is that yeah there, there is
1: that the most racist I might have. but um yeah they, they yeah, kind of have a just, superiority complex yeah kind some, of thing. something yeah. something like that it's something about Uyghurs something about Uyghur Muslims I I don't know it's just they're not very tolerant uh, of that
2: not even just Uyghurs but during the pandemic you know when they were doing the the lockdowns and all that stuff mm-hmm. um Some of the restrictions they were kicking out the POCs or blacks out of uh, their apartments and whatnot, and making them sleep on the streets.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. They don't have a you know something, and I I hate to I hate to say this, but the Asiatic countries, and and I don't mean to to single any of them out. I'm just going to lump it in as a whole. The Asiatic countries have a very poor track record of human rights in general in general, they have a very poor track record of it. There's no reason to think that uh, a country like China is going to be a, a, a how do we put it, um, a global leader, because we're using these terms these days, a global leader when it comes to human rights. It's just not possible. There's a reason these governments we have are behaving the way that they're behaving.
2: It would it would be different if it were a scenario like, uh, for example, I'm going to use Germany as an example. They weren't racist before the showers and the ovens right they they weren't racist before that no. it was kind of a it was kind of a um, aberration it w- it was a uh, something that popped up if you will and china uh, well as yet countries in general it's not a this is this is odd or out of character for them to be racist this is the norm and it, it, again i'm not trying to be put them down or this is just how their culture is and that's how it's been for a very long time japan I'll use them as an example because they're considered somewhat part of the Western world, yet they're part of the Asian world, if you will, Asiatic. Try to become a citizen there as a, as a it, it it's not going to happen, especially if you're a person of color. It just it it, it doesn't happen.
1: They don't have any immigration. Um,
2: yeah. So a, as far as um you know you could chalk that up as racism. You could chop that that up as just simply they don't have the land for it. Whatever. They they tend to have racist policies. That's Japan we consider to be part of the Western world, more or less now. China's worse. And the Chinese and, and the you Japanese at, you know, don't like each other at all. No, they don't. At all. No. no. Um, uh, to be fair, uh, now I, I, I did rag on Japan a bit there. To be fair, if you look at what they did in World War II, and you look at where they've come from and where they're at now, they have made great strides into bettering themselves, if you will some of the stuff they did back then, back in World War II was very barbaric. Um, it was. Uh, to be fair, we're, we 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 did very barbaric things in return uh, during the war. We did. So you know war. we're not we're not innocent in that sense, but it's yeah. a war. Exactly. It's War.
1: It's the same thing with the Germans. The Germans did some horrible stuff, but so did we. Uh, not to that level, not to that extreme, but uh, we we did some pretty horrible stuff.
2: We weren't putting. Innocent people in gas chambers, but at the same time, like I we were said, firebombing civilian populations. Yes, the America we we uh, before we nuked uh, uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, uh-huh. right? Did I have my names right? Anyway, yeah, before we nuked them, we firebombed them. The firebombings killed more in Germany than the nukes themselves. No, in in Japan, oh, uh, was, I'm okay, using okay. A, Japan as an example, but in Germany, we did uh, we we carpet bombed
1: everything. Uh, you, well, you were. We did that, well, but we was, also had, we also firebombed uh, Hamburg and we, which I, I, for anybody that doesn't know, Hamburg has a lot of wind, a lot of wind. What do you have when you have big fires and you have a lot of wind? It gets even worse. People were literally, yeah. I mean, it was, it was terrible. They called it the Hellfires of, of Hamburg. Uh, you, you can read about it. It was, uh, it was, it was awful. Same thing with the city of Dresden. It was so bad the the fires that were burning throughout the city of, uh, of dresden people would walk by doorways the suck you know how the fire has like that suction you know when it's pulling air in because it needs it needs oxygen in order to and it's one it's part of the fire pyramid uh, the fire triangle it needs oxygen in order to, to survive people were walking by doorways and they would literally get sucked into the doorways and they'd be burned alive it, it was it was horrible horrible and these were these were civilian populations these were not strongholds these were not soldiers and so it was it was it was war it was it was hell it was, it was absolute hell, literal hell on earth.
2: It was a different war strategy than what we have today. Today, we try to minimize casualties, but back then this was, this was, you crush your enemy and you demoralize their civilian population to keep them from having the will to fight. You crush every, you, you crush their spirits. You don't just crush their, uh, th- that was the mentality back uh, then. We don't I, do I'm, that today.
1: Well, I'm sorry. What? We, we don't do that today? What, what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, OK, we don't do that to our enemies. Today. No, we just do it to ourselves. Yeah, that's yeah, we, we just do it to ourselves because that makes it OK then because we, we just do it to ourselves. Anyway. All right. So that that's Gates. You're telling me that Gates doesn't have involvements in what goes on in those damn labs over there in China. You fund those labs in China because you're doing your dirt there. You can't do it here. You can't do it here because too many people will rat your sorry asses out. So you do your dirt in China where you can get away with it. That's what happened here. That's exactly what this documentation shows. You're giving money after the pandemic. You're giving money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology and Chinese Communist Party entities. How on earth? How on earth? Marty was asking how on earth that Fauci still, how on earth is Gates still walking around? That sorry bastard is up there getting awards on stage for what? For what? Being a useful idiot. I think he is that. In reality, I I think he is that because if you think about it and I was I was having this conversation with Bruce the other night. I'll I'll just have it here. Let's think about this. Let's think about this in, in just in just these terms. When you start reading about the Communist Party, I don't care if it's the Chinese Communist Party. I don't care if it's the old Soviet Union. I don't I don't care. I don't care if it's uh, Fidel Castro's group of of his flavor of communism. I don't care if it's Lenin's or or Hugo Chavez or whatever. I I don't care. Pick whatever flavor of communism you want. I'm talking about the Communist Party. They're a criminal organization. What do they do? What is the one thing that communists, as in party members, high-ranking party members, what do they always do? They always get other people to do their work for them. That's what they always get them to do. Those people that do their work for them are known by the Communist Party as dupes. That's what they're known as. See, the Western elites, the the corrupt capitalists, the the the, the whoever you know, the, the tech companies and and, and all these, these these fools. When I say I mean fools, I'm talking fools. They are the dupes. They are the fools. Klaus Schwab and, and all these these morons. They went over. And don't give me this crap about all their intellectuals, their their educational uh, academia people. They're fools they went over and jumped in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. Well, of course, they're, they're looking at it from the cheap labor. What is a central bank, right? We're always talking about central banks around here, banker boys, whatever. We're always talking about the central banks. And that's fair enough. There's plenty of blame to go there. But at the end of the day, let's let's stop and think about that. We're blaming the central banks, as we should, for a lot of things we're blaming the tech companies, as we should for a lot of things. We're blaming the corporations and, and, and all these things for a lot of things, as we should for a lot of things. But not everything. You have to stop and think, the reason that we live a cushy lifestyle here in the West is because of those capitalist organizations in the first place. But in reality, they're the ones that have been duped. They're looking at their next quarter earnings, right? Right they're always looking at their next quarter earnings. You're always hearing something about all the quarter, this quarter, that quarter close, blah, blah, blah. That's because they're reporting their quarter earnings. And then everybody gets rich on the stock market and they're figuring out how they can screw everybody else the next quarter. That's what they do. What does the Communist Party do? Communist Party works in 5, 10, 25, 50, 75 and 100 year plans. That's what they do. They're not thinking about the next quarter. They could care less. They're thinking about what they can do to you 100 years from now, and they're planning for that. They're planning for it right now. But the Western elites, the corrupt entities in these institutions that have sold us out, what did they do? They went to those Chinese Communist Party people, and they worked a deal with them for cheap labor. Why are they working a deal with them for cheap labor? Because they're always looking to the next quarter. They're not looking 5, 10, 15 years, 20 years, 100 years down the road. They're thinking about profits, profits, profits. What did Yuri Bezmenov say? Your are capitalists in these Western countries. They will hang very soon. If you don't stop doing business with these monsters, you will hang. You will make the ropes from which you will hang. You see, these banks, these corporations, these tech companies, they're in a real jam here. And we're the ones that are being caught in the middle of collateral with all this. We're in a real jam here. More, th- more to the point, they're in a real jam. They have gone over and gotten in bed with these killers. And believe me, what do you think the Chinese Communist Party is going to do to a World Economic Forum group of uh, of just limp-wristed idiots? That's all they are. Bunch of, bunch of limp-wristed morons. Look at all those sorry sacks down there in their Brioni suits and their Gucci shoes. And you tell me how any of those pipsqueaks could whip their way out of a wet paper bag. When it comes to that military boot stomping on your sorry asses, how fast will they buckle? How fast? It won't take long. Most of them will be in the corner pissing all over themselves. That's who you're dealing with. They are the ones that will hang for this. And it won't be by the people. It won't be by the people. You better pray to God we get to you because, what did again, what did Besmanov say in his interview that he gave back in 1984? He said, you will be begging to be executed by the Communist Party. you will be begging for it. Bill Gates, the banks, the tech company heads, they're the dupes not you, not me, not Bruce, they're the dupes. I would
2: I would also point out that um, even if they try to make nice with the uh, Communists and uh, you know when the let's say the Communists start taking over and you know and they, they try to make nice with them, you, you were a traitor to your own people. Yep. Why would they even trust you?
1: You will be lined up against the wall and shot, just as he said. That's real. That is real. They're in a jam. They're in a really bad spot they don't have a choice now, but to go full totalitarian. So we're the ones that are caught up in the in the mix of this. It's their guilt. It's not ours. All right, that's going to do it for today. So I want everybody to have a happy Thanksgiving. If you're in the United States, you're one of our U.S. listeners, please have a very safe, happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Not this crap that, uh, that Fauci is going to give you, but enjoy the time with your families. Thanks for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening and have a happy holiday.